I'm a road runner, honey. Oh yeah, we're back. The Gentleman's Dojo live, coming at ya. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Good. Yeah, you're, I'm one of your hosts. You're the big boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in charge. I am one of your hosts from Detroit, Michigan. Working on the Warner Brothers lot, comedian Gary Cannon. <laughs> to my right, not working <laughs> From Pittsburgh, PA, please welcome my good buddy, Steve Byrne, everybody. Oh, brother. Hi, hi, hi. Nope. Hello. By the Gary, way, why don't you why don't you go ahead and introduce? Yeah, I will I will introduce our guest this week. As a lot of our listeners or listener uh, will know, your mom. my mom. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we like to uh, do a lot of different kinds of stories here on the dojo. We like to do, do uh, things a that variety of things. Sports figures. Last week we had a Mark Ellis, a uh, great movie critic who works on Schmo's Nose, and yeah. he went brought us through all the summer movies. Uh, well, it is the holiday season, as you know, Mr. Steve, and uh, I know that you drive to a lot of your gigs just because you can't afford the plane fare. Sure. And uh, we decided that uh, we would have on somebody that would help us uh, get through some of these uh, travel tips and help us uh, kind of uh, with some affordable, how would you say, uh, tips for uh, car maintenance. Yes. I think everybody has a fear of taking their car to any auto mechanic. Thinking, Especially now in the I'm summertime. I'm getting raked over the coals. Especially now in the summertime, right? People yeah. are getting their cars fixed. Oil change. You bring your car in for an oil change. Eight grand later, you walked out with an upgraded oil change, right? That's well, there's the idea. always like the CBS2 investigates. Sure. And then they go to the mechanic. They look and under the they're hood. They're getting ripped off all the yeah. time. And, you know. So, go ahead. Well, I, I've told you that. I, I've been bringing. I, I've owned many cars from Jags sure. to. Mini Coopers. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I told you I love my mechanic, right, obviously. And I decided uh, these guys have great Yelp reviews. And I, I wanted to ask my mechanic to come on our podcast and tell us about the do's and don'ts of finding a good auto mechanic. So uh, from Santa Monica Motors, I would like to uh, introduce us to my good buddy, uh, Don. How are you, Don? Good morning, gentlemen. How is everyone? Good. How Thank are you? Thank you so much, Don, for taking time, bud. No problem. Happy to help. How fearful should people be uh, of of taking their autom- automobile to, to to a mechanic? I mean, are are you getting kind of raked over the coals eighty percent of the time, seventy percent of the time, or does Yelp kind of help curb that? I think Yelp does mitigate a lot of bad mechanics because mm-hmm. people can, you know, there's a lot more information out there, and that's kind of the number one thing you got to do. You got to look and see what what are other people saying about it, right? And but, what, where is the good spot? But isn't the problem, too, like, couldn't, you know, 80 of your friends post a Yelp review that said, hey, this is the greatest mechanic of all time. And uh, meanwhile, that's the, you know, guy who's just sawing you. I mean, is that or, or it's 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 harder to do that. It, nowadays, it's Yelp's gotten pretty smart about filtering. And obviously, you're always going to have those shops that, you know, aren't scrupulous and try to try to slant it in their image but when you see a yelp review and it's pretty specific and they're naming people that would be a good thing to do when they're actually naming hey the owner or so-and-so worked with me as opposed to it was a great experience and that's it and also looking at the number of posts that the person's putting up oh right in addition to let's just say if it was one post to your shop if they have multiple posts to multiple different businesses that's a good sign Exactly. You you look at it, and even that even goes with the negative reviews. 
you get one person that wrote a one star review and it, you know, they've got three reviews that they've written in their life and they're all negative. Right. Then you can kind of look at it with different eyes. So, right. What should people look for? So obviously, you know, we were saying this, it's the, you know, it's the summer people are heading out on vacation. They're driving a little bit more because airfare is so expensive. So obviously people need to take their car in. You know, it's funny because as a, as a kid, I just remember seeing all of these, uh, 2020 Dateline NBC shows that, you know, uh, somebody would look under the hood and then he would start disconnecting shit. <laughs> I remember exactly. that. Yeah. yeah they, they was, go fishing and they make problems. They, it, it was at Sears. I remember they started started disconnecting stuff and they didn't know that there was a camera strapped to the hood as though being at Sears isn't depressing enough <laughs> now they're exactly. dismantling your car how 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 common is that though what what is like what would you say is the percentage of guys kind of doing that nowadays honestly and for, you know I've been in the industry for almost 20 years mm-hmm. I've I've been around it I will say it's, it's the biggest problem that you have is not people blatantly doing, you know, deceitful things. It's actually they don't know what they're doing. Oh, so okay. check engine lights on and then they start guessing because they don't know how to work on the system. Well, I got to tell that you, that seems to be the biggest thing. I just had a check engine light go out on my car and I brought it to the mechanic down the street and I drove about a mile home after they quote unquote fixed it. It popped back on again. I called him and I said, "Hey, the check engine light came back on." He said, "You know, what? bring it on down. We'll 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 take a look at it again." I dropped it off. He said, "It's going to be a few days." They gave me a loaner. I said, "Okay, I don't know what's going on. They they had to replace something in the computer or whatever." I got it back a few days later. Drive off. Now, anytime the car is idle or I accelerate, I hear some rattling. I say, guys, I don't know what happened. I've driven two miles. Now there's a noise in there that's never occurred before. I bring it back again. They keep it for two days. They, quote, unquote, fix it, and I'm driving away. Then the air conditioner doesn't work. I say, the hell with it. I'm I'm never bringing it back there again. I I just don't understand how that could happen three times. So they're obviously just tampering with it, doing something that, like you just said, they, they have no idea what they're doing. It, that's the incompetence of it. It should have never left the shop because there's ways of test driving it to make sure that that light's going to stay off. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what you got to look for. A lot of the free diagnostics when you say no charge for a check engine light or they won't look at it, you know, we won't charge you to look at it. You're not really getting a value with that. You're getting a lot of guessing. Okay, well, it's usually this. So throw that on, right. hoping and praying. So it, it, it's it's a sad cycle. It's It's gotten to the point now with as advanced as cars are, shops have to specialize. We have the factory tools and scanners and computers for the cars we work on, but we don't work on every car line. You can't do that anymore. Oh, okay. So it's not like in the 70s or 80s where cars were maybe a little more simplified. Now everybody's got their own kind of computer systems or specific to a Ford or a Chevy or Toyota. Exactly. It's a brave new world, as they say. The days of Bob's garage taken in everything that rolls in or are going and pretty much gone. Is it, you is have it, to be trained. But Don, is it good or bad? Because if you flash back to, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when our parents had cars. My dad but, could pop the hood and he'd, but, he knew but, what he was doing. But there were no lights on. I mean, that there were no seatbelt lights. There were no low tire lights. So, I mean, you just drove that thing till it blew up. I mean, is it better now that there are kind of more warning lights or is it worse just because everything is just so... I, I guess every time that there's a little glitch, 
every light is so sensitive that it goes off all the time, right? I mean, is it better or worse now with the technology in cars than it was before? I would say it's actually gotten better because your, your cars are now more reliable. They're more capable of driving when back in the day they would be dead and over on the road. Computers have gotten smart. Their job is to keep you on the road. And the only way they can tell you that there's a problem and keep you going is by turning on that light. That's why it's really important when those lights come on to at least get it checked out. Now, sometimes you might not have to have it fixed right away, but if you pay attention to it, it can, it can be a small repair, and if it's ignored, it can go to a real large repair. How integral and complicated are these computers now these days, too? Is it... it it's stupid how good they've gotten and, and what they're tracking and what they can see. It's, it's gotten ridiculous. But that it's real. They're they're good. Put it that way. Does that just mean it, it, it's going to? Does that just mean it's more expensive for us as consumers when we're looking to get these cars? The problem is, I wouldn't. It, when things break nowadays, they're kind of becoming throwaway cars because certain costs are so exorbitant. But they're also lasting a lot longer. With proper maintenance, you can go two hundred to three hundred thousand miles on these cars. Right. Or you're, you're, you got to invest in your car and stay up on the maintenance. The, a, every car comes with an owner's manual that tells you what should be done. As a mechanic, how difficult is it these days to have the pinup calendars in your in your garages? Because <laughs> I remember back in the day, like I'd go with my dad. There was always like the pinup model. I was like, ooh, that's kind of racy. That's kind of hot. I was like eight. I, I was like, oh, that's a chicken bikini. That's awesome. But these days, yeah, everything but, being so PC, <laughs> are those days gone? In the state of California, you can't have it, unfortunately. <laughs> I miss those days. Is there is there they even were, like a law against it, or what can you guys hang up now in the garage? Whole lot of nada. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, that's really? Harassment. It's uh, the way of the world. It's a brave new world, as I say, and you gotta uh. gotta toe the line. Everything's offensive to everybody. <laughs> is it is it almost it, like it, so, Don? Is it almost like like you guys are kind of like you know when somebody has something wrong with their car, right? It's kind of almost like WebMD, right? Where somebody will go Google, hey, I hear my uh, front left tire making a noise, and then eighty things pop up. It's almost like the WebMD where you try to diagnose, you try to self-diagnose things. It, like everybody comes in trying to tell you exactly what they already think it is, and then they're trying to say, like, hey, listen, I know it's this. Don't try to rope me in for anything more than this. Do you get that, where people are, are specific in telling you what they know it is when they have no clue what it is? I read it on the Internet. It has to be true. Yeah, of course. You know, that's the way it is. The forums told me that it's this. And I won't lie. There are times where the forums are correct, but – a lot of times, more times than not, the forums aren't right. And that's the thing people got to realize. It's the Internet. Any idiot can post anything up there. I mean, what, what, what should so, – so let's say I'm new to town, right? I, I just moved to L.A., need a, a good, solid mechanic. So I would say a mechanic is just almost like a dentist, a primary care doctor. You need these things as you start getting older in life that – you know, somebody that's reliable, somebody that you know. What, what should some people look for, especially in L- – I mean, listen, L.A. is the – just the quintessential. You're in a car all the time. Hor- well, it's, you know, plus it's, bull- I mean, there's so many people looking to rip you off constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, like there, there's a million garages. So especially like a, you know, a, like a female, you know, I can just see these little mom and pop shops all over the place where if a female took her car in, you know that these savages are just looking to blood suck anything out of this person because they this person looks vulnerable so you know what what should people look for don when they are kind of researching 
a good auto mechanic that they want. Because I'm listen, I've been with you guys for years and years and years. So you know, and, and I wouldn't leave. So what's what should people look for when they're kind of out and about doing their research? I think the number one thing that I tell people is always go off of referrals. Talk to somebody that you know and ask them and kind of kind of once they give you the name of the shop, do a little research between Google, Yelp, and Angie's List. There's a lot out there. The number one thing that people can do is there's a website. It's called IATN.net. It's kind of the uh, Facebook for auto mechanics, but they're kind of on a different level. IATN.net. Correct. And okay. on there, there's a link that says find a shop, and you can put in your zip code. Chances are, if they're on that website, they're already a step above most shops. Oh, wow. Because it's kind of a, an elite group, so to speak. So that would be the first thing to do. And then once you get, you know, it lists three shops, start doing some reviews. Look on Google, look on Yelp, look on Angie's list. Do women, I know that's a stereotype that if a woman pulls into an auto body shop, a mechanic, she comes you know, out in she's... high heels. <laughs> <laughs> right. But Hello, she's going to get, yep. she's going to get ripped off. I mean, is there a true to the disparity between be, treating a man a certain way and a woman a certain way? Because I think maybe these days, Nine times out of ten, if a guy pops a hood, he's just looking at it going, I don't know what to do. Because that's what I would do. I I don't know what to do. So is that just a stereotype or is there some truth to that? Well, the market's actually shifted and it's women make up over 80% of my clientele now. The men aren't coming in. It's the women, the soccer moms bringing their cars in so i'm dealing with women a lot well, hold on. what are you doing men. right what are you doing right at the gym do you have some broad shoulders <laughs> are you shredded are Dude, you like a- i got i got arrested for possession of gun because i got my firearms on me <laughs> wow are you like half black there's some like ethnic tinge to you that sure. is very attractive to these housewives what is going on here what do you think keeps Just me coming back below, you know it. <laughs> okay well what is the most underrated car and what is the most overrated car in your opinion I, in my top three, if you're going to look for reliability and keep mm-hmm. style, it would be obviously, you know, the Japanese market has got it cornered. Oh, okay. Toyota, Lexus, and Acura. That, that's a sure bet, low cost of maintenance, good cars. Nothing mm-hmm. against the domestics, but the Jeeps, the Chryslers, the Chevy especially, they're not, they're not conducive to longevity. The European ones are the ones I'd stay away from unless you've got money and realize it's not it, getting those serviced and reliability. It's not the same as owning a Honda. You're not getting in for the $20 oil changes. Right. Yeah, because the Honda's a good car, right, Don? That's a good car to keep sir. I mean, that, that I see people with those, the, the Accords and the Civics, those things last a long time. They, they, uh, we have them in our fleet. They got over two hundred thousand miles on original engine, original wow. transmission. They just don't die, like my ex-wife. It just won't go away. It's great. <laughs> I think this is a question on every guy's mind. Once that, once that gas light comes on and you're on E, how much, how many miles do I have? I've always wondered that. I, I'm glad I get to talk to you. I've never, I, because I've had a few instances where I'm like, I'm gonna ride this out. I think I can make just it home. To see. Just, just go, to see. man. Yeah. Just go. How just many go miles do you technically it have? Once it's on, how how much? How many miles do I have? My rule of thumb is usually about thirty miles. It's telling oh, 30? You, you know you basically got oh, a, wow. yeah you basically got a gallon when it first comes on. Now if you've been driving it and the lights on, you're like I'll keep pushing it. Hey, roll the dice and keep going. That's what AAA is for. There was 30, that Seinfeld that's a lot more episode, than I remember, where Kramer kept rolling with the car. Like he he said, I'm just gonna ride it until it just stalls out. He yeah. had the low gas light on. Do you remember that one? No, 
No, I work. It just keeps no. going. But but by the way, and, and a lot of people do this, Don. I got to tell you, I see a lot of people that, that ride that check engine light forever. They're like, oh, I'm not taking it in. I'm not getting scammed. I'm not, you know, I'll just. It's, it's always like that thing, you know, when my car starts rattling, I'll just turn the radio up. I mean, is that like, because yeah, I just remember, you know, having a check engine light on and not having any money to take it in. So you would just ride it and hope for the best. I mean, w- what's the worst thing that can happen if you keep riding with the check engine light on and don't get it serviced? That's the, the million dollar question. And then we've had cases where it was just the spark plug wire that came undone would have been, you know, a $50 repair and they drove it for a month and it turned into basically it needed a whole overhaul. The engine got damaged, the the exhaust got damaged and $50 repair turned into, you know, a $5,000 repair. Oh my God. Just from ignoring it. So it can happen. That's why the computers are smart, but they can only do so much. They're trying to tell you there's something wrong. And question two, Don. So obviously uh, when somebody gets their car, they, they, they buy a new car, do you recommend uh, to somebody buying a new car getting the extended warranty? Like, what's what's kind of your overall perception on that? What do you think about the extended warranty? I am absolutely against the extended warranty in every instance that we try to utilize it. It's basically it's a sweet upsell for the used car salesman. Yep, it's not worth it. It's you're better banking that two grand and putting it in the bank and setting it aside than giving it to them and then paying finances. Because every time we try to get something covered, they have loopholes and they. Their job is to make money, and they're good at it. Right. So don't get it. Don't get that. No, I do not recommend it. And then, in terms of like, in terms of getting service done, obviously the dealer is going to charge so much more for those same services that a local shop would charge. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, if you can get it fixed and and taken care of at a local shop, do it there. Correct. Yeah, and they try to do the scare tactics of it'll void your warranty and the, the Moss Ferguson Act made that illegal. Anyone can service your car and it still maintains your warranty. So that's a big myth that they try to scare you with. You can go to any repair shop. As long as you do the maintenance by the book, you're fully covered. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. So, so people tend to believe they have to take it to the dealer. Exactly. And they keep your rope for three years and then you build up a quote unquote relationship with the dealer. And then once it's out of warranty, out comes the big guns. Now they're, oh, you need this, you need that. Everything that should have been done under warranty suddenly isn't, but it pops up then. Well, that's what I like about you guys, too, is that you you guys don't do any work that's not needed. I mean, you guys will, you know, there's no like, hey, this you know, this major service, you know, will take care of all of this stuff needed or not. I mean, you guys really, which is what I love about you guys, and I'm sure a lot of other shops do this, you guys will look, see what's wrong, and fix that specifically, you know, without going and searching for things that don't need to be done. There's enough honest work out there that you don't need to. You know, they call it wallet flushing when they start, you know, we can't find anything wrong, but you need to change all your fluids. That's been the the hot topic button lately is you go in for an oil change and suddenly you need, you know, your coolant, your brake fluid, your fuel, the this, that, all changed. And it's like, "Mm, no, you're being a little overzealous. Basically, you can't find anything wrong. And you're going for the easy sell. I think some of those, especially like the 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 the, the twenty minute oil change places, those are the worst because they're literally they're not making any money off of the twenty nine ninety nine oil change, and they're trying to upsell the shit out of you with just nonsense over it, like like the air filter and just like so many things that you just don't need, right? Exactly, it's a loss leader. They got you in the door. Now they got to make their money. They're not making money on oil changes. Right. The, so uh, the days of the thirty dollar oil changes for most cars are gone. We can't the car just, cars need special oil now. It's a total different ballgame. So, I've gone into those oil changes before seeing twenty nine ninety nine 
and then I leave. I'm like, 70, 79? Yeah. What did I spend it on? I, I don't even know. I'm like, I saw the sign. It, it just, I don't know. What what happened? I, I, I remember going into one of those oil change places, and there was a guy, there was a bunch of us waiting in the lobby, right? And then the, the guy showed this, like, little bubble air pressure thing, and he goes to one guy, he's like, hey, this this should be at this level, but it's at this level. We need to do whatever. And the guy said, no, I'm not interested in doing that. And then he literally walked over to me with the apparatus, and yeah. he's like, hey, your car is at this level. And shit. like, he literally was walking around. In the lobby. Here, fishy, fishy. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So the key, just so just so we know this, Don. I mean, obviously, I love this website, this iatn.net. Really, just look around. I mean, the, the the key is just to get referrals, find people who have been there, have great experiences. And, and 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 the big thing is, what what should a big red flag be, Don, if they walk into a, a mechanic, and what, what what should that be if they say cash only or what what like what's a what's a what what would the be bit, a big yeah, red flag? Definitely always get a receipt and ask them outright, what are your warranty terms? Most shops will lowball stuff, but you need to know what are they going to back up their product? Because like with us, we warranty everything for three years or thirty six thousand miles, and it's mm-hmm. good nationwide. So that probably means we're going to stand behind our stuff. A lot of shops like Pet Boys and the other chain store, it's got a 90-day warranty. So that's the other thing you got to look at and see. How, how good are their products and are they going to back them up? And if they don't, that's a red flag. Exactly, because the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. Yeah. And if the guy at the front desk has a mustache, is that always throwing things off? Very shady. <laughs> so the 70 stash, porn stash is always a red flag. Well, what is that, as we come to the final lap here, I just got to ask you this: uh, What is your biggest pet peeve? What do we as consumers do that maybe gnaw at you as the mechanic that maybe we could be aware of uh, to maybe help expedite the process of getting our cars fixed? Got no problem if customers have an idea what's wrong and want to let us know, but bringing your own parts. It seems to be the, the constant plight on our industry lately. Really, kind of like you wouldn't go to yeah, you wouldn't go to a restaurant and bring your steak and say cook it. <laughs> right. The problem with that is, I, I you know I'm great. I'm sure you could get that part off of Amazon, but if it doesn't fit or if it breaks, you got no recourse. There's nothing I can do. So just let me do my job. People really bring oh a baggie God. of their parts in. Oh, they! I can find it online, or I found a used one in Kentucky, and it's just craziness. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy! Well, Gary's had that happen. Anytime you perform, people are like I could do a better job. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I always get perform. that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Don. Bits, I mean. We 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 can't thank you enough for helping us with these summer travel tips for people hitting the road, wanting to get their car fixed. Always, I mean, it, it really is that scary part of going into a mechanic. You just never know what you're going to get. There's always that worry of like, am I going to get ripped off, bent over? But I got to tell you, when we were talking about doing this podcast, I said, hey, listen, my guy has been absolutely awesome over the last 15 years that I've lived here. And I can't say thank you enough, Don, for calling in and helping reach other people that, you know, are kind of in this weird zone of not knowing where to go, not knowing where to take their car, and just helping us with that uh, information that you gave us. Much obliged, guys. Thanks for the time, and I uh, hope I help some people. Thank awesome. You. Thank you, Don. Thanks, You're the best, Don. bud. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye, bud. Yeah, That's I, awesome. No, I, I've never heard of that website, and that is something yeah. I would use in the future moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, iatn.net. And he said it's like a Facebook for legit like on the up auto mechanics that aren't there to rip people off. And he said, if you're on that website, 
that's almost like you're you're in the gang. You're, I, you're I always legit. my my biggest fear ever is like driving from uh, L.A. to Phoenix, and then mm-hmm. your car breaks down I just on fly. the ten. You you fly right right right. Yeah, I'm executive yeah. platinum. <laughs> what are you on Southwest? I'm on American. <laughs> I thought they were out of business. American, American? Airlines? Oh no, they're uh, U.S. Air, right? That, I don't know. It's that American shithole. anyway. Um. Yeah, oh, how was the Jacksonville Comedy Zone? <laughs> <laughs> but okay. by the way, by the way, let's let's do this because what? obviously, I I feel like we, we've gotten a lot of complaints over the last six months saying <laughs> we're not giving away enough stuff. That's right? true. We got to get back yes. into that. Yeah. So we got to get back into this because that was always your part of the show, and you. I know. The ball on it. I know. Why are your glasses fogging up? By I don't way? know. It's the, I I I don't know. Don't ask me. But listen. Uh. So we're gonna do this. Uh, we want to make sure somebody's summer is awesome, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. and uh, we want to make sure that their car is taken care of. Sure. So the fine folks of Pet Boys yep. have offered a $300 gift card Wow. to one of our lucky listeners. Yeah. So uh, what caller, Steve, Oof. would you like? Uh, let's go with 12. 12. Yeah. Lucky caller 12 will win a $300 gift card from the fine folks of Pet Boys to make sure that all of their maintenance, and by all of it, I mean... <laughs> Their oil changed. Yeah. Uh, is taken care of this summer. So uh, we want to help people on the road this summer. How nice. Unbelievable. Thank you, Pet Boys. Uh, phrase of pays, give that. Um, well, we are rounding the corner here. Um, I didn't know a lot of that stuff. That was absolutely great. I really appreciated that. That was great. Steve, where are you going to be? Fantastic. Me? Good stuff. Do you ever get worried, Steve, when you're on a Greyhound and you see the check engine light on the Greyhound bus? No, because I feel safe when you're driving. By the way, Roy Wood Jr. has the funniest joke about car lights. He said he will not hop into somebody's car if it has more than two lights lit on the <laughs> dashboard, yeah. which is the greatest. Yeah. Because he said, I'll do a check engine and a low tire. But he's like, I'll never do check engine, low tire, oil. Like <laughs> he, he has that great rule where if he gets into the car and it looks like a disco ball, yeah. he, he'll get right out. Yeah, well, yeah. That's Roy. He writes. He's very he funny. By the Anyways. way, I've never hopped into an Uber and like the Uber either has no gas or the tire lights on or the. Oh, I've been in an Uber. On. He's like, "Do you mind if I pull over for gas?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do." I have to, I have to do an Uber. It was an electric car, yeah. and the guy said uh, we were heading from Santa Monica to Burbank, yeah. and he said, "I think I have enough charge to get us up to Burbank." And I was like, "Think." I mean, like, <laughs> why, why would you not have this charged up before we left? Just crazy. Ah, uh, that was a great bit, Gary. Thank you. Uh, I will be. Denver Comedy Works, June oh, the good one. 16th Downstairs. through 18th, 23rd through 25th, San Francisco Punchline, and we will be together. Phoenix, Stand Up Live, July 7th through 9th, and the 28th through the 30th of July, Chicago Improv. Uh, at Cannon Comedy. Yes. At Steve Byrne Live. Anything you want to say before we go? No, I just wanted to say thanks to Don from Santa Monica Motors. Absolutely, Don was great. Thank awesome. you so much, Gentlemen's Dojo.